How are you doing today, viewers? Today, this is the podcast Behind the Eyes of Our Youth, and we'll be discussing wanton endangerment in reference to the Breonna Taylor case. My name is Jayla. I'll be one of your moderators today. Okay, so continuing from yesterday, um, I wanted to say yesterday about is wanton endangerment enough for the case? Not at all. And when I said yesterday that they've done this before, I was referring to saying, what if they did get the address right and they would have done this to the correct address because they thought Brianna Taylor's address was the correct one. Unless it was on purpose that they knew it was the wrong address, but for all we know, it was the wrong address. So if they would have killed the person at the correct address that they would have been to, this would have still happened. It just happened to Brianna Taylor, unfortunately. So that's why I say they've done this before. This isn't their, their, their first time doing this, like killing someone at all on the job like this. So that's why I say that. All right, um, that was some good input, Jasmine. For the viewers that don't know what wanton endangerment actually is, this is, you know, my definition of it in simplified terms. It's basically getting charged in the first degree of somebody that could have gotten hurt or you putting people in danger, which Breonna Taylor, you know, she actually sadly she died because of the gunshot wounds. I wanted to turn over to Shane, our other moderator. Shane, you want to put an input? Yes, I do. Thank you, Jayla. Um, yes, I... I believe that the whole wanton endangerment is honestly is like a spit in the face to all African Americans, really, because even though the officers did risk everybody's lives at that scene, at the end of the day, they did kill. They did kill somebody. So I feel like at that point, it's not wanton endangerment anymore. It's just it's just simply murder, if that really makes sense, because because they just. I'll, I'll write kill, kill Breonna Taylor and then they get wanton endangerment. That's like them getting the slap of the wrist and, and Breonna Taylor don't even get justice. Her or her family. No, nobody really got justice, you know? Okay. Um. So because of my peers that are, you know, in this podcast right now, I've been further educated on the situation. And I knew that the um, it was four officers entering the wrong address and a black man, you know, they, he, you know, they say we weren't there. I'm not really sure what happened, but they claim that he shot at them first. And I had an actual question. Do you think, you know, on what's going on in society today and, you know, how Black Lives Matter is moving, all that going on, do you think it was smart for him to, you know, pull a first shot at, four armed officers and not expect anyone in his home to get hurt, especially with the, you know, the woman of his house and his children in the house as well. I think he should have just charged, not charged, what's that? Like, bear his arms towards them, not really um, shoot, shot. I didn't know he had shot them first. So, that's new to me. And I don't, I don't think he should have shot, shot them. Because when you see cops in your door, you're not going to shoot a cop, especially four of them. That's just it's com- it's common sense. So. But I feel like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not okay to shoot a cop. Everybody knows that. But um, you got you to gotta think about the situation he was in. You got people you don't even know banging on your door. You're, you're just waking up. You're just waking up, and you're waking up to banging on your door. A lot of banging. 
So what's gonna be your first instinct to think? And you know you haven't done anything wrong. So what's gonna be your first? In- oh, sorry. I'm gonna introduce so my name is Samir, and to continue off what I was saying. You don't know who that could be. You don't. You you know you, you haven't done anything wrong. So you're like, what am I getting this bang for? Like, what's up? So you're, you're gonna be worried. You're gonna be a little worried. So your first instinct is gonna be to protect yourself. Now, who shot who first? We don't know because we weren't there to see it. But still in all, they're invading his home and he sees that. So he might've had the gun pointed or he might've just been ready to shoot because he knew they were not supposed to be in his house. So either way, it shouldn't matter because at the end of the day, the police are invading his house for no reason because they supposedly got the wrong address, which I don't believe. And they're they're killing. They're, they didn't even they didn't even kill him. They killed a lady. They killed Brianna Taylor, a lady who was standing, well, laying still on a bed or standing still on the bed, standing still. I'm just going laying. All right, that's some good input. I want to direct out um, attention to the chat. Samaya S replied, "What if the roles were reversed? The cop was black and the victim was white. Do y'all think the entire outcome of the situation would have changed?" I Absolutely. do. Definitely do. Like, uh, I believe I talked about this yesterday. I feel like if the rules were switched for even a second or a minute, then yeah, that black officer right now would definitely be in jail for life. And a white person, he would have been getting done a lot of justice. And I feel like that's that's white privilege. We're not, we're not, we're still this day, we're still not treated the same way white people are. And they want to make the debate that all lives matter. Well, all lives matter until black lives matter. Because black lives are a part of all lives. And until they see that, I feel like nothing will really change. I think that is completely true. Yeah, I believe um, the same thing. I believe the same thing because um, because let's think about it. Let's think about it. Um, one, it was, it was, it's really just he. He said, she said about the whole him shooting first, the boyfriend shooting first thing. Because one, at the end of the day, we don't really have have anything, any proof of him of him shooting. Of him shooting first, all we see really is the officer is the officer going in the house. Right, that's kind of the unfair advantage because it's word against word. He say, she say, just like you said, Shane. But I do feel like that if the victim was white and possibly in a better area, then maybe, just maybe, that you know, at least all of the officers would have got charged because you realize only one officer got charged with wanton endangerment, and it was four in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a and question for you guys. All right. Do you guys think that this will be like a big riot as it was for George Floyd? Um, I, um, honestly, I haven't really thought of it that way. Honestly, I, mad at you saying that, I feel, I feel like it is. I won't say I ain't gonna say it is or it's gonna be a big riot like it was, cause I feel, cause I feel like after George Floyd. It was just so so sudden. It was just output murder that we that we all saw the murder of that officer stand, putting his knee on on George Floyd's neck. That we all just outright said it was murder, which it was. It was murder, but we just we just vividly saw it, and it was just very traumatic to see that. In Breonna Taylor's case, I don't believe we had, we ever really saw her get shot and, and killed. I believe I believe it, it was just videos of the of the officers entering their, their their home and invading their space and at the end of the day 
somebody got somebody got shot, which was Breonna Taylor, and one, only one of the officers got got a slap of the wrist, which was wanton endangerment when that officer killed Breonna Taylor, which is absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. I feel as though it should be a riot. Well, not a well, not a big riot, but it should be a riot because. Um, why should she only have to be on camera to be considered as a big deal? Just to be I think Can I add to that? Sure. Um, adding on to that, I do think there should be some sort of protest. However, I don't think there should be a riot. Like a riot was like the something where it was like just chaos and everyone was just going to like go rob stores and all that. That that was the riot. That that was a separate thing from the protests. I think there should be a protest against that. However, I don't think there should be any riots. Yeah, and this, yeah, I, I fully agree. I fully agree with that because a riot and a, and a protest is two different things. In ter- in terms of protesting, I feel like we should all pro- protest about the fact that the, the officer only got wanton endangerment when they, actually that officer had murdered Breonna Taylor and discuss and discuss about how wrongful or how wrong that is to only give that officer wanton endangerment when he actually killed someone because because like i said before it's not at that point it's not wanton endangerment anymore yeah if he if he would have never shot Breonna taylor and Breonna taylor would have never died maybe you, you maybe you might could say it was wanton endangerment but at the end of the day Breonna taylor got murdered so, so, to me, in my opinion, wanton endangerment went out the window, and it's now just murder. So, if you know if that makes sense. So, uh, hold on, I believe some stuff in the comments. Uh, I'm gonna ask. Um, I can, I can talk now. Go ahead. I'm gonna actually have to disagree with y'all. So, when when y'all talk about writing, y'all only see uh the disgrace that that or like stealing and stuff but how else when else are we supposed to express our anger how they express their anger on us how else are we to make a statement because our quiet protests never get anybody's attention but when, when we start doing a riot that's when start, um, laws start to change and people started to actually make stuff happen when we were in an uproar so maybe that's the only way to get results people, we've been protesting for almost a decade that's logical um, that's true that kind of changed my outlook on it in the comments Anisha James said at the end of the day if everyone acted in court accordingly it's possibly it's a possibility without hurt but then again we can never know one because we don't even know who shot first or witness who saw the whole thing to unfold in its entirety that's very true yeah from what you um, said before about the um how viewing the writing in a different way about how we supposed to express our anger and stuff. I understand I understand where you're coming from. But but what does that put up? You also gotta look at it like that. If you just go out here rioting and you know getting mad and you know being angry and destroying stuff, then that only proves to what to what they already said about us is that we ain't nothing but animals. Who, who gonna get angry and destroy and get destructive? Then we just prove oh, them right if we do that. That was the end of the day. I feel as though I'm sorry. Were you gonna speak? Oh, oh, okay. But 
I feel as though at the end of the day, we're not white people. We are black people. We are the oppressed. So we need our voices heard, whether that's destroying something or um, lightly going to um, Congress or whatever and saying it to them. Whatever it is, rioting for us is our way of getting our voices heard because of the connotation oh we're so boisterous we're so this we're so that then so be it we're going to use that just for you to understand how serious we are the same Can way how they use that for george floyd we're going to do it for for brianna taylor can i say something yes we, yes go ahead and please introduce yourself this is Julia. so how is destroying our neighborhoods and our communities going to help people hear us that's just gonna make i agree we shouldn't destroy our neighborhoods we should destroy their neighborhoods but then again that's just playing to their rules like that's literally just falling under what they think of us they can fix it so they fall up under what we think of them they still continue to kill us they still continue to do what they sometimes you have to fight fire with fire not all not all the time you can put a fire out with water you can't always be the, if you're always the person that gotta be different or I gotta change the perspective of how somebody else feel about me, of how the outside, y'all keep saying um, they feel that we're gonna riot already. They feel like we're violent already. Well, maybe that's what we are. That's what we have to be in order to make a change, in order to get a difference. That's what we're gonna have to do. Well, that's a good outlook on it, Kaylin. I do think that enough rioting, you know, sometimes aggressiveness is very necessary. But things like this, like this podcast is important too because they got to know that we educate and we smart and that our reasons behind it is logical. So they can't flip it and make it seem like we were literally just aggressive people. In a, you know, case of um, George Floyd and things of that nature, the, pro- the riots and the protests was very necessary because that was too much for people to take back to back to back. Um, we have another question in the chat. What, what laws have changed because of the property destruction? One person, yeah. All right, guys, let's just start at that. I don't really know any laws that's been changed. Yeah, I don't know either. So <laughs> I'm not really sure about the laws that have changed yet, but I know some laws should be changed if they're not yet. You shouldn't be able to use, you know, I don't know. They shouldn't. Maybe it should be warning shots. They should have beaded bullets opposed to, you know, killing people on a first hit, like probably disarming them or just like hurting them to an extent where they don't have to literally die. But death is not the only answer. You know, I think it was something about worrying. I have something to add. I think this is what Isaiah said, like feeding into what they believe. I feel as though black people have come to a point to where that we don't care what they believe because what they believe is not relevant and it doesn't help us and it never has helped us. It, it never will. So like, why should we care if they think that we're animals? We know that we're not animals. So why should their opinions matter to us when they're killing us? Well, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um... I do want to say, however, um, the main the main thing, the main point that we want to do is we, okay. all right, this um, us as the oppressed want to prove to the um, 
to the white people that we actually met. So like we we have to change their viewpoints in order for in order for things to actually change. If we just riot, if if we just riot and not care what they think about us and all that, we're literally just we're literally just proving what they think of us. And because of this, they're not going to change anything. They won't change anything at all. Okay, that's great. Can we direct our attention to the chat for a little second? Yeah, no. Uh, earlier. Hold on. Hold on, Bernaya. She said she has, she has something to say. So go ahead, Bernaya. Hi. Um, this was to add on to what both Kendall and I think was it Isaiah that said something um, with how white people betray us, and not even just white people, but other races that believe they are superior to our race. Um, people are going to think what they want to think about you regardless. So whether we were out here acting like fools or whether we were in office acting like professionals and having professional jobs, it doesn't matter. They're going to think whatever they want to think. You can never change how a person views things. That is up to them solely. So the thing is, we are taught, most of us are taught at a young age that, oh, you shouldn't care what people think because the more you care what people think, the more you're unhappy with yourselves. And that's where a lot of our self-hatred comes from because when you see a bunch of people on TV that don't even look like you, it's like, okay, well, why don't I look like that? There was times where when I was younger, I wanted to straight hair like white people. I wanted lighter skin. And that was self-hatred just because I didn't look like how white people wanted me to look like. I wanted to look like that. And I don't think that's a good message to send out by saying, oh, we should do this and do that to change their minds. They're never gonna change their minds. Racism is a deeply rooted thing. And to them, it's a belief that they are better than us and we are nothing but criminals, we are nothing but thieves, and we are nothing but low-life people, and that's not true. And we know that's not true. So as long as you can say to yourself, oh, I know who I am, I know that this is not who I am, that's all that matters. Because honestly, racism is just the thing that inevitably doesn't seem to go away. That's really how people feel, that's really how people think. It's almost like a disease. Like if you have a mental illness, you can't help the way your brain works. And the only thing people can really do who are ignorant is get educated. But people refuse to be educated because they're scared to know the truth that they are not everything they think they are. So as long as we go out and riot, we can riot and we can have peaceful protests. It's the same thing to them. Nothing is ever going to change as far as their thought process. There are people, however, who have this mindset and will get educated and change their ways. But some people just refuse to change. Some people are so set on the mindset that that's right and anything else just doesn't go. So, and then with the riots, half of these riots weren't even us. It was people outside of the community doing things like this for their own selfish needs or just to make us look bad. Um, there are people that would loot stores and steal from places and half of the time that's not even what most of these people were out there for they were out there for the innocent lives that were lost and other people were just using it as a selfish way to benefit them they wanted to act like animals black people are supposed to be animals but you have other people who claim to be doing this for 
our cause making us look bad. So half of the time, it's not even ourselves making ourselves look bad. I understand there's stuff that's going on within the Black community that needs to be fixed, but whether we like it or not, it's it's going to take a lot of time. And sorry, that was so long. It's okay. That was really good insight. I appreciate your input. Okay, so now we're going to turn the um, mic over to Kaylin. So that's exactly like Benaya, this how in the Holy Family, because that's exactly what I was about to say. It's impossible to change how they view us. So starting even back, so starting even going back to slavery, where we did nothing but, where we had to do nothing but humble ourselves and be up under their thumbs, we were still seen as violent and abusive and evil and we were literally under their thumbs it's nothing you can do to change their view it's nothing we can do we can move different but that's that's still not going to change their view so if we do everything based on how the outside world views our community then we won't do nothing for real okay that was very true um anisha would you like to say anything yes um agreeing with benaya said about people not want to be be educated right do educators really tell us everything or do they really sugarcoat everything i'm sorry can you repeat the question hello can you repeat yes anisha what did you say again She said, is it true that um, educators are telling us what we need to learn or are they just sugarcoating it or maybe hiding certain facts? Honestly, to me, in my opinion, I feel like it depends. It depends on the teachers that that actually care about about you. Like, you got got teachers who want to sugarcoat the facts and then you got teachers who want to, who ain't going to do what they're supposed to ain't gonna do what the curriculum requires them to do and tell you the actual truth and have your back on it. All right, guys, we're gonna start flip back around the wanting endangerment and whether or not it's enough. But before we do that, I would like to give Layla Hester a chance. All right, thank you for that. Hello. Um. So back to the current topic. Enough is really enough because we are the oppressed at the end of the day, and this seems that. It has gotten better, but at the same time, it's gotten worse in some sort of way. Because all the white prejudice is starting to surface again from earlier times, and it just seems like there's more of the civil war almost going on that nobody really notices. Can I add on to this? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely get where all of you are coming from, um, especially with the Watson endangerment thing. I, um, one thing I wanted to say though, um, doesn't, doesn't like a lot of this, not trying to be like political or anything, but doesn't a lot of this look to like the government and laws enforced by the government? Honestly, I feel like you have a point, you have a point there. Yeah, I feel like it, it mainly is the government because I feel like if the government, if Congress did actually care, then they, then we wouldn't really be having to deal with all this stuff in, in the first place. You know, to 
if the Constitution was originally written for us, we wouldn't have to worry about if one of our own get killed and a person who did it only get wanton endangerment, you know? If if he only, um, if the government was really for us as African-American people, I feel like we, would, we really wouldn't have to, to worry about having to fight having to fight for for justice and, and stuff like that or at least not not as hard you know because uh it because the justice rule already been given to us but the constitution ain't for us so now we gotta fight to to make things right from that officer getting wants an endangerment to what it actually is which is murder exactly exactly and look Trump and Pence, two of the worst people in the entire world, of course. Yeah, but um, this episode is uh, is is slowly coming to an end. So, is there anything we wanna we wanna say or ask in conclusion? I have one last. I have one last comment. So, from everything that's happened, like injustices and like black people getting shot. With the cops, it's come down to shoot first, ask questions later. Or at this point, never. Because we still don't have justice for Breonna Taylor. Alrighty. Well, my name is Jayla. And you know my other moderators. <laughs> so this is the podcast Behind the Eyes of Our Youth, a participation project of our COM 1 class at Martin Luther King High School. Thank you for your time and tuning in. Yes, thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye, have a great time. (laughs)